Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Zero Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I'm so excited to have on a 34-year-old from Billingham, England. A staple with the Billingham Bears, Wolves, and Bombers. His hockey journey has taken him to England, the USA, Sweden, Italy, and a bunch of countries with Team Great Britain. Who he is a legend with after writing the Disney movie with the fellas from episode 212, GB Royalty. Which won back-to-back goals, and so far that episode has scored 1,088 goals, plays, or listens, folks. Overall, with Team GB, he has three golds, three silvers, two bronze, and in the under-18, had the most points in the tournament. And in the men's division, had the most goals and points in 2011-12. After that, spread his hockey wings in Sweden, and then came home to become a living and playing legend with the Sheffield Steelers, and has been running amok of the EIHL with them, For a decade, earning a testimonial and during his time so far in the Elite League has been a one-time young Brit of the year, a one-time Brit forward of the year, a two-time British player of the year, a first-team All-Star, has a Challenge Cup and once led the Challenge Cup circuit in scoring, like yours truly. (laughs) He also (laughs) has four playoff titles and five league titles and his number 75 will be in the rafters as he is the Steelers' all-time leading scorer. Welcome to the Shed, Robert Dowd. <laughs> what an introduction that was. Well, Hello, Matt, Matt. you've done all that, eh? Jeepers, you're only 34. <laughs> only. Uh, only. Well, I guess I was done at that age, so <laughs> you must take care of yourself better than me then. <laughs> I try. I try my bestest. That's good. That's good. So I get into how we know each other. This is your second time in the Shed. This is a little one-on-one action now, eh? Yeah, second time. Yeah, the first was, one was uh, was a lot of guys, right? There was a lot of voices, a lot of voices, very crowded. Yes, but um, your captain, Jono, um, was in there with his bad toes, but um, he's about to play a <laughs> 1,000 games for the Steelers. That's wild. Yeah, that, that's impressive, and that's just for the Steelers, obviously, before he was at Sheffield. He played in Cardiff also. So he's been playing a long, long time. He's a warrior. And I found out about that. And I guess the other way we know each other is uh, we hung yeah. out in the bathroom after the testimonial, had a good chat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good times. But yeah, John was a warrior after I saw what he was dealing with last season. You know, that was wild. That yeah. was wild. He, he kept saying, he kept saying, something doesn't feel right. And we were just like, ah, you're fine. You'll be all right. It's like, yeah, it's probably just your back cramping. And then they finally x-rayed him after about six weeks. <laughs> had a broken sternum and two fractured ribs. And 
it was like, oh. Okay. And he'd been playing for six weeks, folks. The guy is an animal and still doing her and almost going to play a thousand games for the Steelers. So way to go, Jono. I don't know what they give you in the UK. I don't think it's like spitting chicklets where you get a whole bunch of shit, but maybe you'll get something, right? Uh, high five in a jersey. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the boys will buy you a beer after it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Bouncy was in that episode. And then another guy having a testimonial. And I think it's this Sunday. Matthew Myers is having another one. Yeah, yeah he's having another one. He's got one at Nottingham. Again, a guy that's played a lot of years, won a lot of cups. Uh, but he's he's kind of spread his time over two clubs right, where John was kind of being at one. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. it's wild because uh, they get into how we know each other. That is where we like officially met, right? Was that his testimonial this summer? Good time. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Did you hit Chippy Lane after Heidi's? I did. I did hit Chippy Lane. You see some sights down that place. Sat, don't, uh, don't you? Two, two, three in the morning. It's an experience. <laughs> it really is. Wish you could go with a GoPro on your head or something and then watch it back the next day. Because even in a drunken stupor, you're like, wow, there's some sights here. Yeah, no, there it was. Uh, it was packed that night too. Busy night, busy <laughs> night down the lane. Um, what did you order? Do you recall? Oh no, uh, chips, cheese, gravy. gravy I think. Yeah. Okay, pretty standard then. You know, you're not. Are you a kebab guy ever? You ever get into the kebabs? Chicken, chicken kebabs. Yeah, I can yeah. do a chicken kebab, but I was I was after some cheese and carbs that night. <laughs> um. So you have come up in the shed a few times. Um. <laughs> You're, so Bob Westerdale was just on, um, fantastic hey. dude. That um, awesome. He, I got some great stories as well. He's been around. He has, and um, the way I ended up, I thought to have him on was when I googled two ales and hockey tales one day. The title of one of his articles was "Is Robert Dowd the best looking hockey player in the EIHL?" <laughs> <laughs> I got so much shit for that. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. So as Bob just alluded to in his episode, he thinks that perhaps your assistant coach Carter may have a man crush on you. <laughs> so I'm just hoping he's not giving you more ice time because, you know, he thinks you're so good looking. <laughs> well, I hope he is. <laughs> I beg to differ. That's all. Oh, that's true. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> you earned it, right? You take care of yourself. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, extra ice time, man. Anyway, anyway, but no, seriously, uh, that was hilarious. And thanks, Bob, for writing an article like that about the shed. It's like I have my, I have a marketing team, right? <laughs> um, another guy having a testimonial, Josh Batch. Big Batchy, yeah. Another guy is is gave his heart and soul to that club. Fully deserves a testimonial. Oh, for sure. Like, man, I was there when, like, he's been there a long time when you get talking around in your shed that he was living with Biz and uh, Deeds when he, like, was yeah. a young pup. Oh, yeah. He, now he's married and everything? Was, Good gosh. Was he ever a young pup? He was... He was I heard seven, he was a bit naive, seven, yeah. I heard he was... But he's been he's been seven foot seven and the size of a giant since he came out the womb, that boy. <laughs> I feel like he's first... really filled out, though, as a hockey player. When I've watched him in the last oh, yeah. couple of years, man, he really looks dialed in as a player. Yeah, he's solid. But, like, I always remember when we I first played him in Cardiff, like, I thought it was a new import coming because he had a full beard and he was, like, 6'3 and thick and grabbing all the guys. And I was like, who is this guy? Who's this import? He, like, he can fight, it. too, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he can, he can throw him. I heard throw you him. can fight. I didn't even know that. 
Carter uh, Carter says you're good looking and you can fight. I don't know. I, <laughs> if that's not a mad crush, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, you can, hey, it's my agents. Keep it quiet though. He's pumping my tires all over the place. So have you have you fought this year? Uh no, not really. No. no. no any fights. any I'm... memorable fights? He said I like he was mentioning you've beat the wheels off a couple of guys. Anything memorable? <sighs> not really. You do you really do you ever really win a fight? You rather get sore hands or a sore face. No one no one wakes up the next morning like, yeah, totally nailed that. Yeah. You rather wake up like ow or ow. Like yeah, this. well, we usually wake up with an ow either way, whether you're fight or not, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of happens. So, um, I got a random question. Go why on. do you why do you wear number seventy five? Oh, uh, good one. So when I was a kid in Billingham, I always wore number five. I always wore five all the way through, and then. I got to senior hockey, but the first senior game I played, I think I was 14. Yeah. Played 14 years old. A bit young to play with the net. (laughs) Yeah, but then you can't do that now, right? Because of all the new rules they brought in. But then it was like, if you were good enough, they were just like, right, go ahead. Yeah, well, if you're good enough, you're good enough, right? Yeah, sign sign this waiver and off you go. And obviously dad signed the waiver and said, get yourself on there. And I, I basically, I think I just got given like a blood jersey and it was like, right, it was a guy that had played there 10 years, wore number five, a guy that played there five years, wore 15, another guy wore 25, and I was like, anything with a five. Anything with a five, and it just, that 75 is a cool number, though, because there's nobody else doing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, that, and, and that's when pretty much, or where I was anyway, everyone pretty much wore one to 35 or something, and that was it. And that's how I grew up, too, man. Yeah. No, now no, now no. the minor hockey jerseys, man, they got... The minor hockey yeah. jerseys around here are 97, 87, yeah. 88. Every, and it's like every, you'd make fun of kids that wore those numbers when you, we were well, kids. that's why you didn't. And that's why I pretty much got given that jersey. <laughs> Almost like, hey, hey, you little schmelt. Yeah, yeah. just take that one and <laughs> shut up. And I was like, okay, thank you. But then Wait. you did well probably because then you like yeah. the number, right? When you do well yeah, with one. Yeah, I, I just stuck with it. Just stuck with it, rode it. And uh, I think – me and Craig Peacock as well, when we played in the States together, he went 71, I went 75. Well, I'm not there yet, but we may as well go with that. You did go to, it said, under 18 AAA in Detroit. Yeah, so is that yeah. with Peacock? No, not Detroit. Does that say all that? Matt? That's what the research someone, team someone saw that. Heard, someone else mentioned that. It must, uh, I went and played in Florida. For the, Florida. The, 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 Florida Everblades, they had a, a triple. Did you a really? Team, but we played out of the arena, yeah, where the East Coast team plays. That's out right. We talked about this in episode two twelve. Yeah. So when I was there, we kind of got there, and the first few games we whacked teams. We were just playing kids from just around the Florida area and teams, and we were killing them. And I kind of called my dad, and I was a bit like, "What are we doing?" Hockey's not, hockey's not great, your dad. We're killing teams 12 nothing. but we were a travel team, so our first games were just like warm-ups, and then we travelled all over the country, played in St. Louis, Boston, Michigan, and played really good teams, so the first... So that had to have cost some money then. Who's paying for all that travel? Uh, I think my dad paid a bit, but not everything. It was all part of this scholarship thing. I think my dad... That sounds like a swell scholarship. (laughs) Yeah, I if I'm honest, I can't really remember. And my dad said I paid a little bit of money to get you out there, but it wasn't astronomical because I said the same thing. Do you know I was talking to a fella that has a kid in AAA hockey out in California nowadays, 
And he told me that for one hockey season, it was going to cost him $17,000. Oh my God. Yeah. How, like how, how, I don't understand that at all. Like how would any normal person be able to put their kid in hockey? Makes no sense. Yeah. No, there's no sense. I, I was speaking to someone today, actually, because we were talking about putting the young one in. And I was saying, like, when I was younger, it was like it was 40 quid, I think, a month or something. 30 quid, 40 quid a month. Oh. Where now it's like 80 quid, but then you need the new jersey, you need the new this and new that. And, it well, just and then tacks. you get on a new team and they're like, they got to have the jacket, they got to have the pants, they got to have this, <laughs> they got to have that. And you're like, no, they don't. Like, why don't you make this affordable for us so we can all come play? <laughs> like, grow up put them in a oh, tie get him come it gets you know? up there it gets up there doesn't it yeah no, it's crazy man just to buy a stick my little buggers better not break this year i'll say that <laughs> <laughs> um okay so you are having a testimonial so do you know when the big day is that's uh, kind of yes. like your hockey wedding day isn't it <laughs> it's a big day for a hockey player 10 you years with one with one yeah. team with one team you it's like a wedding grow- day but instead of bouncing around everybody, you grow up and you stick with one. I guess it's a 10-year anniversary night, right? Yeah, yeah. you could say that. You could say mm-hmm. that. But yeah, it's on the 14th of March is my uh, is my actual game. So are of- they going to be all – are you going to do it like Matthew did where there's four teams or how? what are you going to do? Yeah, so I'm going to do like a tournament format like Matthew because I thought that really worked. I thought the speed kept up and it was good fun for the fans. It didn't get very stale. Well, when you're playing for a trophy that, like, I built, right, then it gets pretty serious. That was an impressive trophy. Mm -hmm. That was seriously impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And, uh, folks, I never would have guessed I was going to win another trophy in hockey, but winning is fun. And we even took down the Disney (laughs) movie guys, Team GP, in the finals. (laughs) Oh, man. I remember after the first game, I had to lay on the locker room floor for at least the whole other game until it was over because I couldn't get up. I was getting lightheaded. <laughs> so I don't know if the speed really caught up, but yeah, you never lose it, man. You never lose it. <laughs> oh, I feel like I had lost it. I could see all the plays. I just couldn't execute them, you know? <laughs> um, okay. So the other ways we know each other though, or no more on the testimonial. So what other functions are you having? Cause isn't there more oh, than just the game? Yeah. So I've got the game on the 14th of March. I've got the a roast the night before, so that's just basically I'll elect three or four speakers to get up there and take the piss out of me and each other. Yeah. Everyone will enjoy a dinner and plenty of ale to, yeah. to enjoy the activities. I have got a question of sport on the 6th, 6th of January, 8th of January. I should know this. And I've also got a ladies' night on the 30th of January. Sorry, what's that? I have a ladies' night on the 30th of January. Folks, the best-looking guy in the EHL is having a ladies' night. So what does that entail? Because I remember uh, Cardiff used to have a ladies' night for the team, right? And yes. we would go there, and the ladies would um, pay for a table and get to request which player they sat with, right? Yeah, well, yeah, so we'll kind of serve them the dinners and everything like that. And then... Oh, you're the waiters. You don't sit and eat dinner with them. Yeah. Are you are you guys gonna be topless while you serve the food? <laughs> well, we I, I imagine we'll have some incorporation of auctioning off the guy's shirts or something like that. Ah, wearing. there you go. That's the good, very business uh strategic there. I like that. I they could pay, right? These hockey players are fit, folks. 
It was actually my wife's idea, and she said she'd get me even a, a, a 75 song made and we could auction that off. She wouldn't She wouldn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. Talking, I, would that mean you have to wear the out. 75 thong? <laughs> Will you be wearing the thong? That, that's what that's what she was trying to impose, yeah. Holy moly, folks. <laughs> get your wallets out, ladies. <laughs> Bring your purses. <laughs> um. That sounds like it'd be a lot of fun and fun is fun yeah. folks. So, um, other way we know each other though, is I think it was last season. And we did talk about this on episode 212 was, um, you passed shed guy, Jeff Legui just not that long ago for the scoring yeah, record. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How many points is it? Do you know? It's 200. And is it goals seven. or is it points? Yeah, goal, goals? a lot of goals eh? at 270 something so where do you think you've scored the most goals from oh see probably the slot aren't these cutting edge questions of the show? yeah I could. <laughs> you can't prepare for that no can't i i can't either i didn't know i was gonna ask that either <laughs> <laughs> probably the slots I'm the not. slot are you the bumper guy no, I'm, I'm. You're the back. The one, don't you're the yeah. The you're you, you're the half guy. half wall like one timer yeah, guy, right? Half wall shooter guy. I'm not. I'm not big enough to be a good net front guy. I try, I try my best, but most I'm goals are usually score bucking around the net though, right? For yeah. Most guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So that's cool that you have that though. Records are cool to have, right? Yeah. Really cool. Um. But Jeff Leguiz's number could get retired, right? Nobody would be upset in Sheffield. I don't <laughs> think, right? A hundred percent, his number should be retired. I hope that somebody's listening in Sheffield, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking out loud in the shed again, folks. Andy's absolute, a shed guy, right? Absolute legend of a player and a guy. One yeah. of the best guys I've ever played with. And I, I've heard that that's unanimous amongst all his teammates. That um, yeah. incredible guy, incredible player, and nobody can believe Brothers. that he can suck <laughs> back like he can and function and be an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> it's impressive. It's yeah. impressive, but you 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 struggle to find a guy that didn't get on with Leggy. Yeah, no, I I that's what I've heard. So, where and what are you doing now? Right now, the second. Yep, sure. I, I am hiding upstairs, away from the kids, because they're trashing downstairs. That's why we've got a lovely view of my bedroom. And um, what do you got for kids? I've got a little boy who's eight, and then a little girl who's three, four on Monday. And uh, so, my son is also going to be 10 on Monday. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, crazy how it happens like that, um, how fast oh. it happens. So the picture on your poster of your son in a trophy, are yeah. we talking that's like 2014-15 shit oh, again? Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about those years because you assholes beat us, you know? <laughs> That was that was a weird few years where it was literally us and you guys and and, and Brayhead was in there year, too, right? One one year didn't we beat you by goal difference or something like that for the league? I'm sure we finished. No, it was I, that wasn't with us, but you guys. Uh, well, everybody says it was like we win the Challenge Cup, and then you guys beat us like eleven one on the Wednesday. <laughs> I was even though, folks. I'm a pro. I did. It was not a minus that game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we got, yeah, um, that people blame it on that, but, uh, that year, um, you guys beat us on your home ice and lifted the trophy in front of us. I remember that because yeah. everybody else like didn't 
go and look and I like I went out the tunnel and went and watched uh, you uh, went and watched you guys with the trophy just to piss myself off enough for the next year. <laughs> yeah. I got is. I got issues like that, you know. But now, but now you're still bitter about it, so you shouldn't have. Well, and then the next year after I pissed myself off like that and I was all pumped up and then you know, got skinny and then I got hurt like preseason and then, you know, just got <laughs> spray painted and naked and did pregame speeches so there's a life lesson you shouldn't get too skinny no every time i did things didn't go well (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but i do have a story to tell you about the time i went to sheffield after i was a player then if we're on the topic is that 2015-16 season then um you guys are in first place we're in second place or vice versa we're battling all year i'm done and I got became the pregame speaker. I decided to jump on the fan bus. Um, we got there a bit early, so I went to the pub across the road. I was mixing up with the Steelers fans, the Devils fans. Yeah. Then I got uh, snuck in by Deese uh, into the locker room, and then I hid in the shower, and I did, like, avoid the sensor showers, you know, how there's sensor showers in there. <laughs> so I was in there naked, dressed as Thor. I had my blonde wig on and my helmet, and um, then – the pregame speech happens. Deese comes in dressed like Steeler Dan. And then I came <laughs> flying out of the shower naked, dressed as Thor and beat the wheels off of Deese with the Thor hammer. Um, so that is my story from that year at the Sheffield arena. <laughs> and if we won the, and we won the game going, folks. If that doesn't get the boys going, what will? Exactly. And I have the video on my phone. There's guys that jumped in the air, like two feet and they were pumped up to play. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, so that was my last time in the Sheffield Arena. So <laughs> um, so if the fans are ever wondering what's going down, you know, below the rink there, right? That's the type of shit that could be going on. <laughs> it could be going on. I'm don't think it happens anymore. Not, but it could be. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> but anyways, then the next year, um, when I am hurt, I believe we had the league pretty well. We were grooving, and then like the last month or six weeks, the boys went flat, and then we lost it. Yeah, I think did we win that in five that year? Oof, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But <laughs> it is cool What's to win on? with your son, right, and put him in a trophy like that when he was little. That was a cool picture. Yeah, it was real nice. That was really cool. We we had some because I think we went back to back. And skipped you and went and I've got them kind of in age. So there's one way he's little enough to sit in it. Then he's kind of sat beside it. Then he's holding it. Yeah, that's great. I got a challenge cups. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so other poster picks though. There's one of you dancing with a fella on the ice. What's that? <laughs> yeah. That's, is that one of those Eddie things that they do in Sheffield? That was one of the Eddies, yeah. Me and Bali had a, had a slow dance. Slow dance. Did they play music or were you guys just dancing? Oh, uh, they played some music for us. Okay. What are the best Eddies you've seen over the years? Anything you stick out? What? No, because now everything's been done twice mm-hmm. over. So it's now like, it's see- like doing the pregame speeches and you've been all the superheroes and you're like, you've- I don't know what to do anymore. Yeah. So now when guys get it, they look around like, what am I doing? Everyone's like, I don't know, man. I have no idea. Yeah, that's almost, yeah. That's when it's almost time to try something new, right? Like, I know we're not allowed to do Kit Kat Get That anymore, though. Oh, that's so, that was awesome. Wasn't it? Fun is fun. That was fun. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah. So, wasn't it 
Wasn't if it, the fellas it? aren't feeling the Eddie anymore, I used to get really stressed out with the pregame speeches because once I had been all the guys and Lorda wanted it bigger and better every time, and so did I. I don't want to get worse at what I'm doing. I want to get better. Oh. And, um, you know, things got really weird by the end, but it was like, I don't know what else to do, right? <laughs> like, by the end, I was throwing ninja stars and I had samurai swords and it was nuts. <laughs> But yeah, I don't I don't know what you'd do with the Eddie anymore. I know um I thought Mosey was gonna do legs and eggs last year where he was gonna pretend to strip, but I guess you guys are saving that for ladies' night, right? So. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next pollster pick. Um, let's see here. The logo for the testimonial. I remember you put something out there about trying to come up with a logo for it. So how did you come up with the logo? Uh, that was a celebration I did when I scored a big goal against Nottingham. Nottingham were beating us on aggregate. I think we played in their place and they were up by three goals to go to the playoffs, to go to the playoff weekend. Or was yeah. it Challenge Cup? No, it was playoffs. It was to go to the playoffs and they were up by three goals. So going into our home game, we were pretty much dead and buried, but then we had a bit of a heater and that was the goal to tie it up. Really? Yeah, and I was celebrating like that, and it's it's kind of stuck infamously. It is so it is neat to see stuff like that because, like, I try I when I was coaching the fellas around here last year, the under 11s, like, you do have to teach kids like when you're allowed to really selly and when you you're, you shouldn't. And like, I yeah. and now that like I'm watching like tournaments, my kids at the tournament this week, I got to go there tonight. Like, you watch kids score; they could be down three nothing. And they score and Sally like they're, they're, they just won the game, um, or they could be up three nothing and there's five seconds left in the game and they don't score and they like throw a fit and you're like guys you won the game what are you doing like it's there there's so, you know and like kids do need to learn like what's appropriate yeah uh, when I was younger obviously it was a little firmer you were taught if you sallied hard and your team was up by a few goals someone was probably going to beat you up exactly. <laughs> so that- that's how I learned not to sell you really hard when you're six nothing up. Why? But these kids are doing it, man. You should see these punks. They score to make it seven nothing, and they're swiping the ice. And I'm like, oh my god! If you were on my team, you, oh, I'd be having a word. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's fun when it's a good time to celebrate. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, other poster pick. It, this is in the world championships, folks. This is the Disney movie. Great Britain went from the third division to the top division in two years, yeah. folks. You were playing against uh, Canada and the USAA, the ones with against Mark Stone. Yeah, yeah, they're real cool. So what was it like playing against all the big fellas then? It was an experience, especially the first year. And I'm not just saying that because after it, you almost get used to it. But that first But year I think was- that's like for anybody in any league, right? It's like the first yeah. training camp you go to or the first game in the AHL or the NHL. It's like you got to get used to it to really excel usually, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that first year, you, you literally on warm-up, you watch normally everybody goes and does their stretch. Everybody would stretch, but instead of facing our end, everyone was facing the other end, just watching all the guys like, whoa. Yeah, this is so cool. There's Patrick Gandalf. He's doing stick handles. <laughs> it's just like on YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, that oh, that, that would be fun, though, eh? So were they as good as you thought? Yeah. Do you know who that first year, I wasn't, I wasn't not expecting anything from him, but 
who really surprised me and I thought was the best player on the ice was Jack Eichel. Like he uh, was yeah. sick. Like when we played him, he was so strong and so fast. You'd go to, he's one of those guys like you'd go and hit him and he'd almost use you hitting him to get more speed. So you'd go to try and hit him and he'd just shit, shove his ass out and you'd almost like bump him and he'd just get further away from you and you'd be like, ah, right, come back, please. Yeah. Like, he did, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, he does seem like quite the player. I haven't watched him that much, but like he does, like he's a strong skater, strong, strong boy. Yeah. And there was one point they were on the power play, and there was him on his offside and Kane on the other offside, and they sourced it through the box. Then he caught it. They sourced it back through the box. He caught it. They sourced it back through the box, and then Corey was losing on the bench, like, "Whoa, like stop that! Don't let them do that!" And I was kind of stood next to him. I was like, "They get paid millions to do that, like." What do you want us to do? They're really like, good yeah. at us. He, he was like, fair point, yeah. And he kind of just stood back on like, that's yeah. pretty cool, right? And yeah. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Because I'm not a PK guy, so I, I was just like, this is cool to watch. <laughs> I uh, I don't think I've ever checked to see if you guys are in, like, the video games as Team Great Britain. That You guys should be, though, right? I don't know. I, I haven't checked, if I'm honest. I would think if you were in the World Championships, you'd be in the video game. And I should be playing as so. you when I'm, I play with my kid. Yeah, I hope so. I'm... I'm um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, it's it's, it's a Disney stuff. movie, right? It's a Disney movie. Yeah, you guys wrote the script, folks. Just someone, <laughs> just write, like just make it, right? Um. Anywho, okay, who's the guy from the USA? The poster pick. Do you know uh, who that is? Was that a Hughes or something? I can't remember which one I sent you. If I'm uh, being it's, anyways, it's really cool. You have those pictures, though. I never got yeah, it. Yeah. And to that play for your best. country and do that—that's neat. <laughs> Yeah, that was really cool, especially the last game that first year when we beat France to like Ben Davies, whole, right? Uh, the whole stadium was almost was cheering for us by the end of this game. The whole stadium. So when like the 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 cool thing at the the World Championships, they'll only play your national anthem if you win. So yeah. at the football and stuff, you play all your national anthems and stuff like where hockey, you only play it if you win. So to win on that last one and pretty much the whole stadium and us was singing the national anthem, even people that weren't British singing it, it was it was really cool. That would be was, really cool. Yeah. Folks, it'd be like watching that. Could you picture it in a Disney movie? The team wins in <laughs> overtime against France after getting the whole crowd to get behind them because they're such an underdog. And then they push it ahead from their own zone. They go down, score, and... And then everybody sings the national anthem together in the arena that, oh my gosh, that sounds like a Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Um, let's see here. The other, po the other poster pick you sent though, I think it was a screenshot. You do your hair before games, eh? Cause there was not a hair out of place. That looked fantastic. Is that just water in there? Which one? I don't know. It was one of the ones you sent me. I was like, his hair is perfect going out. I don't, I think I just like slicked mine back. I don't know what I did. I just slick it back. I don't really, I don't use product. I just put it water It just in does my that naturally. Eh? You're not even it's doing even, anything even now that Even now that's just water and grease because I don't wash it very often. I hear that's a secret to great That's hair. a secret. <laughs> wash, it one, wash it once every two weeks. The grease will keep it in place. Jeez, well. You, you learn something new in the shed every day, right? <laughs> okay, so growing up in Billingham, is that yeah. close to Sheffield? No, uh, it's about an hour and 45 north. Okay. 
Well, I'm I'm from like the northeast coast. I'm right by the seaside, uh, on the northeast coast by like Newcastle way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got into hockey through my two older brothers. Both played hockey. Both played professional hockey. My dad had us quite far apart, so they were already playing men's hockey by the time I was coming along. They've got pictures of me with helmets and sticks in my hand from being knee high, <laughs> following them around the country to go and watch them play. So once you got into it, you just loved it, eh? And like your older yeah. brothers are doing it, and then you kind of older. probably idolized them growing up, right? 100%, yeah. They were my heroes growing up. Like they they played, when they played at home, Billingham, uh, they, they were a really good team. They were winning that league. It was in the second league at the time. And then both of them did the journeys of the the country. They played down south. They played Basingstoke, Bracknell. When when these clubs were in like the elite league before the elite league, it was called yeah. some, something else. Anyway, they they kind of did the rounds. They both played a few different spots in the in the top league, and then they both kind of retired back home and then carried on playing for the for Billingham. Were they both forwards? No. So one was a goalie and one was a D man. <laughs> Ah, you got the whole thing. You got a whole lineup. What you know what I just pictured it by head was uh when I was was my daughter could be a left winger, my son yeah. is a centerman, and I'm a right winger. I right. think it would be really cool one day in some kind of match, like father, son, or whatever it is, father, daughter, that we played as a line. I think that'd be neat, you know? That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so your son, you is he into hockey? Yeah. He, he loves hockey. He was he was playing on a team, but then football t- took off a little bit. We started practicing, and they started clashing. Mm-hmm. So he had to choose. He chose football, but now he's he's been begging me the last uh, month. He's desperate to play hockey again because his football training times got moved. So now they wouldn't clash with hockey anymore. Right. Well, it's tough when you got to make those decisions. Like. Yeah, my daughter wants to do gymnastics so bad, and it's the same time as hockey, right? And she's, you know, so I think this could be our one year together. I'm her coach this year, and I think, you know, she's going to have to make that decision. And at least we get this year of having a hoot, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, But it is cool that she got into this this year. It's pretty fun. So anyways, you played there growing up the whole time, and then it said, okay, to the research team that you played for the Detroit trackers and i've never heard of that team and i'm not far from michigan so i don't even think that's a real thing yeah i've not played for that team no no and you went to florida by the lonnie kai mm-hmm. yeah so and how did they approach you about getting a scholarship to go to florida how did uh, they find you it was after the world championships england under was it 16s or 18s or something like that they reached out to me and Peaks and we had a buddy that had played over there the year before, not for that team, but he played in the States Triple A. So it, 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 we all kind of got hooked up together and we ended up going there. And it was like a select team. There was there wasn't very many kids from Florida. There was maybe two or three kids from Florida. There was three of us from England, a couple of Czech kids, Slovakian kids. They were really doing some recruiting. <laughs> Oh, there was kids from all over the place. And yeah, we were a travel team. But like I said, when we first got there, we were killing teams from Florida. And I was a bit like, what's the point in this? And then we went and started playing like Hershey Bears and Shattuck St. Mary's and real That's good. Cool. And then when we started playing those, I was like, oh, actually, they're pretty good at hockey. So this is me jumping around again, just because you brought yeah. his name up again as Peacock. I played yeah. against him. That guy was a gamer. He was a competitor out there. But 
if you guys did that together and I've seen you played with them elsewhere, but that year you guys had in Belfast where the two of you just ran amok. That must've been pretty special for two Brits to be the two leading scorers on their team. I believe you guys won the league and like you guys just ran amok and you're both Brits that grew up together. That's cool. And we played on the same line. That's cool. Who who, he's, is he a winger though? Right. Yeah, he's a left wing. I played the right wing, and we had a guy called Clark in the middle of us, an import. Clark, what? Like, for last name Clark? Last name Clark. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, looked like you guys did pretty well, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. You did that with a guy you're going to Florida with as a young punk, eh? That, that's cool. Yeah, it was really cool. So it wasn't hard to focus on hockey when you get to Fort Myers, Florida? It was a little bit hard to focus on hockey, but. <laughs> <laughs> I went down there to play them in the coast, man. And I couldn't believe East coast players were living like that. I'm like, how do they like, like it must be hard to really give her when it comes to hockey. Like then when it's like cold and miserable out and you like, let's Uh, go to the rink. People people having barbecues at Christmas and stuff like that. Like it's a wild place, isn't it? Out on the barbecue on the dock. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I guess you never did go to Detroit. You went to Florida. So, there goes those questions, but making team GB, you pretty well have done it since what under 16s, under 18s, eh? So yeah. it looked like one year you make under 18 and you guys get relegated, eh? And then the next year, you have 14 points in five games. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a that was a that was a good tournament. Is that? I think that's the one we won. Yeah, I would. We yeah. Won. I would think if you're getting three points a game, you usually win. (laughs) Yeah. Played we played obviously I was playing a year I was bottom age and we went in oh we went in and they were a really good team. We got relegated, so we went down to the to the second tier. And then obviously that uh, the same year as we come off the Florida thing. So me and Craig come back absolutely flying and we both if you look if you if you did a little look as well at that tournament where I had 14, 15 points. I think Craig had similar as well. We played on the same line for GB and tore it up there. Yeah, I know that. I'm sure when you came back, you guys had a little pep in your step. It's probably similar to like when I was in the coast. If I ever did get called up to the HL that year and then I'd come back down, I just felt like, oh, you know, it just, it's easier. (laughs) You know what it wasn't? It was me. You were, I was almost taught how to be a professional. Before I went out there, I'd go and do some curls and then go and shoot slap shots. And that was it where, Playing on that on that team, get the coach would have us in. We'd run the bleachers every morning before practice. We'd lift weights properly. We'd practice hard. It was where I was used to being back home, messing around with my mates, go and yeah. practice, do some drags, get off. Yeah, you it got you better. taught you got taught how to like be a pro and be better, and that's at a young yeah. age. Oh, real young age. So that, <laughs> I didn't really learn that. Well, people tried to teach me, but I didn't like I <laughs> I didn't really learn it until I probably was a pro, right? So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So then you do go back home and were you in Florida then for one year? Yeah. And then you go back and break into pro with the Sheffield Scimitars. Yeah. And you and ran a muck. <laughs> 31 yeah. goals and 31 games played. Yeah. What are you like seventeen playing with Ben? Yeah, mm-hmm. like seventeen. That was like in the EPL, which was like the second league in Britain. It used to be a bit different. I think they, I think they're allowed two imports now. Then you, I think you're allowed four imports. It was okay. it was good level. Well, you had good. one guy I've heard his name 
tons of times uh, is Ron Shudro is on that team, eh? Yeah. yeah. Did you play with his son too? Yeah. All right. (laughs) Yeah. That's what made me, that's, I was just about to bring that up. So I played with both (laughs) his dads and his son and his younger son. Now his younger son was skating with us in the summers doing summer skates. And I was like, Oh no. I was like, now I'm feeling old. Like (laughs) Uh, It it happens quick. But um, so he would have been pretty old though. When you play with him. Yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd retired from the Steelers. He'd played for the Steelers for 10, 15 years or whatever he'd played for. He'd played for a long time, broke a lot of records, very good player. And then he he, he stepped down for one season to play. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah I, it's still fun I, to get to play with guys like that, right? Like He's a legend. Yeah, he had, he had some stories. It was cool. Yeah. Um, But so as a 17-year-old punk in that league with group playing with men, in the playoffs you had 10 points in six games. So did you guys win anything that year? No. No, no, they had. I think it was. Gil, it might have been Guildford one the year that the Guildford were in that league at the time. So you Guildford played two years then with the Scimitars. Did you feel yeah. like this? I got a question. That first year, you played two games with the Sheffield Steelers. Do you remember so, your first EIHL game? So the way the re, one of the big reasons I signed in Sheffield was because I signed like a two way contract. I don't know if you've seen the kids doing that. Yeah, they're doing it. Yeah. So I was, I got offered a few different spots to go, but Sheffield offered me a two-way with the Steelers, so I was allowed to practice with the Steelers every day. That that'd be and, good, eh? And twice a week I'd train with obviously the Scimitars on the evenings, and then whenever I didn't have games for the Scimitars, I'd, I'd jump in with the Steelers. Oh, that's cool. That's better yeah. than some of the situations that are two ways where you're in a different town and you're not practicing with them. That would yeah. help you a lot, eh? Yeah, I practiced every day. So especially at that age, 17, 18 years old, living away from home with a couple of quid in my pocket, it was very easy to just go downtown and just get drunk. <laughs> when I knew I had to get up and practice with the big boys every morning, it kept me it keeps you into a, it. Little, a little more straight and narrow. I, I, I try to stay away from it. <laughs> I take a night off now and then. Yeah, no, you got to do that. Um, so after the two years with the Civitars, though, you become then a full-time stealer and um, you had gone from two games played with them to seven games played with them to then your first real year with them, 2008, nine, you had 44 points and 50 games. Yeah. Not many Brits jump into it like that. No, I had a, I had a good year. I had a really good year. Do you want um, your fun fact of the day? <laughs> go ahead. Did you, play the be- did you play the Beatingheim Steelers that year in an exhibition game? <laughs> Yeah, we might have actually. That was me you on that team. <laughs> oh, that gotcha. <laughs> I I came to Sheffield. Yeah, I played yeah. against you. We that yeah, we definitely played against each other that year. We came to Sheffield. You had uh, Talbot. You had Legui, and Le- I knew who they were. And then you also had a kid from Cambridge. I don't think he lasted long, but Gillies, the little brother. Yeah, yeah, Nathan Gillies. Yeah, he. Yeah. I knew him from the summers. Yeah, he was tough. He was yeah. a tall boy. Yeah, so um, it said you guys won it that year in the EIHL, and so did we in Germany. So it was a good year for both teams, the Steelers. Yeah. They I, put I, that I, game I, on because we had the same sponsor. That's, that's what, it, what was. it was. Yes, that's what it was. It was a big sponsor we both had. Steelers versus Steelers, folks. <laughs> we had a back of Sheffield that night. <laughs> i believe i was out i might have been out with you that night because i was definitely out with your team yeah you were quite possibly out with us that night yeah that's interesting eh? small world when you get talked around in your shit oh yeah 
<laughs> um, okay, so that year, though, that's quite the splash as a young Brit to get 44 points. So do you know who you were playing with most of that year? Yeah, uh, started off on the third line, but ended up getting bumped up, and I played with Ashley Tate and Jason Hewitt. Oh, yeah. All, all of us had a good year. We all had a good year Three, three, three Brits, though. Yeah. That Ashley Tate was still in the league and Hewitt when I was there, and they're both gamers. They both give her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ashley Tate was was almost like an idol to me growing up because he was older by the time I'd come in. Yeah. So I remember like the first few weeks, I wasn't on his line in the first few weeks. I was on the third line. But yeah, the first few weeks, I was like, holy smokes, it's Ashley Tate. And then I, I remember the day the coach put me on a line with him. And I called my dad and I was like, dad, I'm on a line with Ashley Tate. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I grew up kind of watching him play. But it is like that. Like, it's funny in hockey, like when you're a kid and you watch people in higher leagues and older people, like you idolize them. And then it's not long until you're all playing together, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He he was the captain of Coventry when I was in the league. But another guy on that team that I would have played against, which I never put this together, I don't think, Finner was on that team too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Finn was on that team. You guys had we, a squad, eh? We had a stack team. We were good that year. Well, I we remember you guys had all just landed. Years. All the imports had just shown up. You guys had like just landed when we played back-to-back games, and you guys had a short bench, but we did win. I remember that. Not that I remember wins and losses. <laughs> <laughs> but Finner's a beauty, eh? Yeah. And he was a player as well. I hear that. He did pretty much everything. He could, he could fight. He could score. He was a good player. It'd be cool when they win the next game in Manchester and all the chocolate storm happens. Who do you guys play next? Do you know? Uh, Cardiff, I think. Okay. I don't have to ask those hard questions. I don't like surprising guys. Some guys look at the schedule. Some guys don't, right? I'm a day-to-day type of a guy, you know? Yeah, I'm day-to-day. Tell me when to turn up and I'll be there. I'm not exactly. going <laughs> yeah. to dwell too much on what's happening in four no. days' time. <laughs> No, there's no reason to. Um, so that year though, 2008-9, you won the league and playoffs, eh? Yeah. Good stuff. Um, so then you do spend three full years of like full time being a Steeler, and you did well every year, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why did you leave to go to Belfast? Uh, Belfast contacted me. It was after a year where I'd gone from playing on the first and second line to the last year in Sheffield. They're the coach pretty much bench me and I was playing. I had a good year for points. 57 but, uh, and 54. But I was playing alternate shifts. I was on the third line alternating. So I'd get to go for two shifts and then I'd have to sit for another guy. There was four of us on the third line. So I'd get to play two shifts. And you had over a point a game. Yeah. And that, so I was bitter because I was playing well. I was playing good hockey. I was scoring goals. And he was still sitting me. Didn't. But you're on the power goal. play. No, didn't have any power play time. So then Belfast sees what the guy's doing to you, and they're like, "Oh, we got a player here." Then he's not going to so be happy doing Belfast that. Belfast kind of knocking and was a bit like, "Right," and I it wasn't unknown. I wanted to go and try in Europe. I wanted to play in Europe, and Belfast kind of called me and was like, "Listen, we want you to come here, have a good time, but our goal isn't to get you to stick around. We want to help you, and we'll get an agent and help you get to Europe next year." And that's, that's what so, I wanted to. Okay. So here's a question for you. Then you say you want to go to Europe. Why not yeah. North America? The numbers you're putting up are pretty good. Yeah. Why Europe? North, Why not North America? You just didn't have the interest. No, North America. I, I, 
no one from Britain or England at that time had ever really gone there to play East Coast AHL, anything like that. No one had really made that jump, so I had zero connections on how to do it. Where I had guys who were like, oh, we could get you to here in Europe or here in Europe. I never had anybody approach me and say, I could get you to North America. Yeah, I saw Myers got there at one point, but yeah, you're right. You need need a trailblaze. You need contacts and that's how the hockey world works right you need to know people to get places it was it it wasn't even like i didn't want to go i wanted to go somewhere but it was just like i i didn't have a contact to call and say right get me a tryout here or do this here there was nobody for me to phone i totally can't picture you in a belfast giants uniform though (laughs) (laughs) that would be weird um So you did go there though, and then you did run amok, eh? So isn't that fun though when a coach doesn't play and you're playing third line and you're playing like that extra guy, and then you go somewhere else and you're like, hey buddy, check this out. (laughs) That's pretty much how it felt at the time. I like I like doing that to people too. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was one of those like I still all my best friends were in Sheffield, everything like that, all the boys, but it was just it wasn't anything against the boys but it was just i was bitter about and, the, and the, lights a fire in you right yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that year though 32 goals so that's you peacock and someone else yeah clarky 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 that was, um, i think 32 in regular season and then yeah. 40 something is todd kelman the guy that got you out of sheffield then he was, yeah. Killer. Is that right? Oh, he would have seen yeah. that that day. Eh? Oh, he would have he, he been pretending he, to do the announcing, but he was actually watching you play on the third line. He's like, I'm going to take him. <laughs> he made me feel like a superstar, man. Like, obviously, yeah. Um, it doesn't take much to impress us, does it? No. And like, when they were talking, we just want to feel wanted, right? And yeah, we're good. They, were talking to me, they weren't just like on the, on the phone, like, we'll give you this. He was like, Right, uh, we booked you a flight tomorrow to come to Belfast and we'll just show you around the city for a couple of days and then you can go home and make a decision. And I was like, Pardon? You're being that no, nice like, to yeah. me? <laughs> Why? I was like, What? And they were like, Yeah, yeah. So literally, I drove to the airport. They paid for me a flight. I flew over there. They put me up in Malmaison, real nice hotel. Uh, Rihanna had played there the week before. They put me in the suite that Rihanna was in. So I was in like a suite in downtown Belfast. They paid for me. Like they were like, oh, let's take you for dinner. Got me a big, nice steak, bottle of wine. And then they were like, right. It, it was Kelman and the coach at the time, Doug Christensen. They were like, right, we're going to leave you now. Uh, a couple of the boys are going to come and meet you and take you around the town and give you, send you, uh, show you a good time. So then I went out with a bunch of boys, got, got in one. Yeah. Woke up the next day, fed me again, and they were like, right, do you want to go home now? And I was like, yeah. Like, I was hurt. Do you know that sounds just like an NCAA recruiting trip? (laughs) And then then I left, and I got home, and my missus was like, you going? I was like, yeah, absolutely. This is the best place ever. No doubter. (laughs) This is the best place ever. You get steak and alcohol and... You know, uh, Todd does know how to do things and he knows how to make people happy and make them want to play good for him. And I guess that, that is quite the year you had, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that makes sense. So then how was it at Belfast? Obviously you're playing well, um, and everything's going well. You must have liked it. eh? Yeah. Unbelievable city. Great city. We, we loved our time, absolutely loved our time in Belfast. Obviously, Sheffield's home, but Belfast was awesome. We had a wicked time. 
So then that year I did see after you run a muck all season long in Belfast, you then decide to go to the world championships and run a muck there too. That's the year you have the most goals and assists in the division one. A so yeah, that's the, that was... that's the division just below the top, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we played like Austria and teams like that that year. And you had the most goals and points. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was really cool. I remember there was, you were uh, feeling it at the end of the Belfast year, though, eh? And then you just carried that yeah. right over, and you're probably still yeah. playing with Peacock, and you guys were grooving. Yeah, I've got a couple of screenshots because that was the first time because we're in obviously one A, which was a good pool that we played against some like legit NHLers. There was like uh, remember when Grabner was really hot and players like that. Yeah, Michael Grabner. Yeah, yeah, we played against those guys that year. Vanek. And yeah, we played against them. So I, because I, I'd outscored them, I like screenshotted all the stuff to send to my brothers yeah. and that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I outscored an NHL guy. Check me out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is cool. It's like uh, the days when I'm ranked above spinning chicklets, right? In the UK and stuff. It's like I'm screenshotting that shit and I'm saving it because I think that's oh, okay. cool. <laughs> that, that's cool to look back on and be like, I did that. Yeah. I did that from a shedding carton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, how do you end up though? with another guy that would have played against you and hit the town in Sheffield when he was with Beatingheim, big, sexy, Justin Kelly. How do you end up in Troja Lungeby? <laughs> Try a young bee. There you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was after, while I was at that world championships, uh, I was walking back to the hotel and a guy came up and was just like, are you Robert Dowd? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I'm a scout from... I think it was Graz in Austria. Nice. Can, can we sit? Can we sit down? And I was like, sure. And then I ended up talking to him. And then the, the Sweden guy called me as well, and they were we were kind of going off with those two guys. And I, I went into the change room because again, I was I wasn't older. I was mid twenties. I was a bit like, what do I do? So I went. Yeah. I went to some of the senior guys in the team, and I was like, what do I do? And they were like, go to Sweden. And I was like, well, okay, I'll go to Sweden then. Uh, so well, you, you asked, okay, because um, Graz is like, I think they were usually middle of the pack, but they were sniffing around me back in those days too. So that's that's neat that they were looking at you too. But then yeah. the guy that you play with that year is Justin Kelly, who I ran a muck with in Germany, and we win the championship together. He was on the Beatingheim Steelers that came and played you in Sheffield too, right? No way. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep, he was my centerman. Big and little sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it's what yeah. we like to call ourselves. Tall. <laughs> he was tall and nice hands, man. Yeah, Real man. Nice. Big long reach. Big stick. Yeah. 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 Moves. yeah. We that was my favorite power play I was ever on, was just a simple overload me and him. Yeah. He he would have the half wall. I gave up the half wall for him, you know, but we would rotate. <laughs> 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 oh shit the old, um, the old, oh, you don't see that anymore but his jersey's retired in uh beatingheim folks and um yeah number 27 is retired at beatingheim germany and i'm pretty sure just guessing not that anybody was going to pick 75 but i don't think anybody else will be wearing it at sheffield <laughs> <laughs> I'll be it's curious i'll be curious now the next time i see a hockey player wear number 75 i don't know if i've ever seen it have you uh, no, uh, there was one guy in Nottingham used to wear it. Rom Roman the Duh, big guy. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I've heard that name. Guy. But yeah, it's cool that you found a number and it's become 
I guess that's popular in the UK and nobody else wears yeah. it, you know? Cool. It is cool. So how was the year in Sweden? Uh hit and miss. Enjoyed the hockey. The hockey was good, fast. But where we were, the town was in the middle of nowhere. So it was Did just... you and Justin ever play together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought that would work. Yeah. No, we uh we did. But then they 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 split us up. They wanted to go an import on each line. Yeah, yeah, they can do that. And yeah. uh, just I I broke my wrist. I just started getting going. Broke my wrist, and then I had wrist trouble all year. It kept popping out and stuff like that, and it was your wrist um, popped out. Yeah, it doesn't once it was, the bone healed, it's like healed. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was like in here where it joins to your hand, basically, it wasn't a bad play. I literally just fell. I went to catch myself, and I just felt like some knuckle. And I was like, "What is that?" I go back to the bench, and the guy grabbed it, and you felt it pop back in. And I was oh. like, "Ah." Oh. So they put me in plaster to try and let let all the ligaments and everything heal, but it never quite healed. So every time I'd go to like try and turn a door handle or something, I'd feel it try and like move, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, no." <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Tape it up. What are Swedish fans like? Are they a little bit quieter? No. They're loud. Wow. They're really because they're very reserved, right? Swedish yeah. and like Danish, they're all, but they're almost like ultras. You see them, you know, with the shirts off and the big flags, and everybody going nuts. There's always a section that goes absolutely crazy. Yeah. So you like? So was your team any good that year? Uh, we were middle of the pack. Yeah, middle of the pack. We were, we were such a young team. We were, we were, we were touted to be like law to like maybe getting relegated but we started off real hot and we were doing well and then we had a couple of guys get kind of call up into the shl oh yeah and that can jam that, you up that, yeah that that jammed us up a little bit but i had a wicked time there. i've still got friends there that i'll speak to yeah a good barn good town then it's such a small town young b it was there was the hotel and a bar and that was about it so if you well, go out and do stuff, they know everything you're doing. You, you didn't really go out that much. No, not now. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, so after that year, though, because you were set on getting into Europe, you did do pretty well, other than like the wrist injury is going to set you back. But how do you decide then to head back to Sheffield? Money talks. <laughs> uh, you know, it was more family thing, wife was ready and i was ready to kind of settle a little bit and shed hasn't have a, had a love story in a while so what do you got two kids now how'd you guys crazy kids meet <laughs> in a place called magaloff it's a it's a bit like a visa so you go out there drink and party and i used to go out and enjoy myself in the off seasons i used to fly out there and have some fun mm-hmm. and i met her out there and so okay and she's from where <laughs> Just kind of lined up that she was from Sheffield. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Um. So you guys met he, elsewhere, and she just happens to be from Sheffield, and then you go from Sweden to Sheffield. She didn't know about ice hockey. She didn't think it was a thing in Sheffield because in Sheffield, you've rather got people that love it. Yeah. Or they've got no idea they're all about the football because there's the two big football teams here, right? And yeah. her family's all into football, so when she first introduced me to a mum. She told her mum that he's really nice, but I don't think he's got a job. 
<laughs> because I said, oh, well, I was just, I was a drunk guy in Magaluf, right? Because I, I was staying out there for like a month, just partying with my friends. Yeah. So I was out there partying with my friends. Did you say a, a month? Drunk. A month? Well, I used, when I was younger, I used to go out there for a bit longer. Yeah, I used to go out there for a big chunk of my summer and just have fun. That, that and, sounds fun. <laughs> and yeah, I, uh, uh, she knew someone to do with hockey, but they were playing in like the third league in Britain and he was getting paid. Like, so she just like, thought that's what it was like for you. Yeah. I think he was getting like 40 quid a week or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So then like, Oh, you play ice hockey. And I was like, yeah. So she thought I was getting that. And then she was like, so me and my mom didn't think you had a job. And then the first game we came to, she was like, is that at the arena? And I was like, Yeah. She was like, oh, isn't that the little one? I was like, no, no, it's at the arena. And then she was like, I turned up with my mom and those people had your jerseys on and stuff like that. And I didn't realize it was a thing. <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's a real job. I get paid. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Uh, that's cool. How she was from Sheffield, though, and you met somewhere random like that. And then uh, yeah. now you're getting a testimonial there. I'm getting a testimonial here. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so the year you go back, though, it looked like you had quite a few shed guys on that team. 2013-14. Um, Stefan Meyer, is he on that team? Is that the right year? Uh, I think so. Did you? I think 13-14, so. right? And then Chris yeah. Blight came for the playoffs out of Cardiff. And then you had the yeah. – Car- is that the year the Cardiff coach comes over, right? Gerard Adams? Yeah, G. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you guys won the playoffs, right? And then they gassed him, or, or no? Then he wins the league the next year after winning the playoffs. Then they gas him, folks. Cutthroat business. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> did he not win the playoffs after leaving Cardiff and then win the league title the next year? Like, I think that, so. Yeah, that's almost like finishing second in the league in Denmark, winning the championship, and then the team asks you to kindly leave. You know, yeah. that could hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like what yeah, were you supposed to pretty, do? I'm pretty sure we won a trophy, a trophy, and then another trophy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. And then he hasn't coached again since. No, yeah. he um, still lives in Sheffield, though. Does he? Well, he seems like a good guy, but he seems like that you guys had a squad there. Stefan Meyer's a beauty, and then wasn't Gertzen was on that team too? Yeah, he was. He was. I was yeah, with him had... in Syracuse. He's a beauty. Yeah. A good dude. Yeah. So then after that year, you guys do win back to back league titles, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. Did you have any good celebrations after you win at least? At least did you do it right? Yeah. I think it's one of those where you better have. Because <laughs> yeah, I would have. Yeah, those, but the, the worst celebration I think I've ever been a part of was that one where we beat. Cardiff in the playoff final after like three overtimes because everyone was so gassed you just played six periods of ice hockey 20 minute periods and it was like yeah we're gonna pie all night and literally I remember looking over we got to the first bar and like guys were asleep on their pints <laughs> yeah, not not from being too drunk just being from too tired no those games can really wipe you out can't they <laughs> worst celebration I've ever been a part of because everyone was just so tired and that's the playoffs, though. So, did you rebound the next day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, that's okay then, right? <laughs> if, if if you get too excessive the first night, then maybe the the second day is not as good, right? Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys 
did it the next day, right? <laughs> um, so you've played in Sheffield a long time. You've got the most goals. What what teammates really stick out to you? Anybody? Because there's a lot that come and go. I didn't realize how much change in there are in this ro- these rosters. When I look through it, and I'm like, I know this yeah. guy from this team, this team, this team. I'm like, I can't bring up all these names. Yeah. Favorite guys I've ever played was you got to go like. I don't know a favorite, but like just some guys that like just as a goof or I don't know, like what I was thinking when I was thinking about like, you coming on is for your teams in Sheffield over a long time now is they start with Jono, you and Davey Phillips. And it's like, if you got those three Brits on a squad, that's a pretty good start to a core, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And before that, obviously we had Jason Hewitt and Mark Thomas as well. Right. And ben, o- ben O'Connor was there. So they've, they've had some good Brits over the years. That's some really good Brits over the years. That's why I think it's one of the main things in the elite league. If you can get a good core of Brits in your team, it's huge. The job's half done. Yeah, no, and it's the same though in any league, and it doesn't even matter how many imports there are. The second league in Germany, whether you have four or five imports or six, it's about how good your Germans are. <laughs> Who's gonna, you yeah. know? And it's the same in the Cardiff's always had such a great core of Brits, and then you yeah. guys have, and then like that's how you win, right? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but hey, you know, you pay everybody, right? Imports are good too. <laughs> Um, but Matthew Wall was really good, eh? Those two years you won back to back league titles. That guy yeah, pissed he, me off a lot those two years watching yeah, him play hockey. Yeah, pretty much 50 goals each year or something stupid like that. He just mucking he it around the net, eh? Just so good. I've never played with anyone so good in front of the net. I've never seen anything like it. No. He'd get a stick on any shot within his vicinity. He'd tip it and it seemed to go in and, that yeah. And the way that he like spins his body and like knows how to find the puck, but then it wouldn't even just be that though. Like you could get a huge guy knocking him over, and as he's falling down, he still passes a back door for a tap in, right? Yeah, he was so good, man. Yeah. He's still doing her too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah he still got her. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you did those two years. I don't really talk about, but playing for Team GB all these years, it's a lot of extra hockey, right? Like you guys play the season, oh, and yeah. then you, I hear you guys do two a days right after your seasons, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we do two a days, do two a days, and that, that hurts sometimes, especially when you've come off. It doesn't feel as bad if you win the last game you played, but if you lost the last game you played, and then you're doing two a days. Oh. That hurts. But saying that, being a part of that group. Yeah, it's worth it's, it. You get like a breath of fresh air when you go back in. Because after the season, the season turns into a grind. Seeing the all the British boys and all the faces. We have so much fun. It's hard. It is. It's hard work. But it's fun. We have so much fun. And I it. can tell how much fun you guys have. And that, I don't know. I always like because I played against you guys and then obviously my buddies are on the team, but I remember watching you guys when you weren't in the top pool, it was the two years you won the silver. I'm there. And I remember like watching it on TV and they'd show you guys like getting ready for in between periods and stuff. And you could just see the bond the players had. And like, that's my thing. I like when teams are teams and I don't think there's a better team in like hockey (laughs) than you guys. Yeah. It's awesome. And I think we've had, 
we've had such a big core of guys there now for 10 years, pretty much. You've had a few guys changing here and there, but it's been almost 10 years of the same core of guys. Yeah. So, And, and you guys have on. done it all together, right? Like you guys yeah. got up there together. Yeah. We're shit. We know we are, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I love it. No, you guys aren't shit, though. You guys muck it up with anybody. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so anyways, during all the baloney, you went to Italy. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. How'd that happen? How'd you get there? I saw that valley that you dance with was there. You slow yeah. dance with was going there yeah. too. So it was, I was almost back in Sweden. I was speaking to an agent and I was, he was sending me over a contract to sign to go to Sweden. Cause I was coming off the year where I'd blown my shoulder out. So I was worried about some guys were just going to sit around and not do anything. But I was like, if I sit around and don't do anything after I've just been off six months with a blown out shoulder, I'm not going to be very good at hockey when I come back. So yeah. I was like, I need to find a team now. As soon as like the elite league didn't go, yeah, I kept getting phone calls like, no, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. And then when I finally got the one like, okay, we're not going. I was on the phone with an agent, like get me somewhere now. Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. So I was, I was pretty- those jobs fill up fast too, man. And when those leagues oh, are yeah. shutting down, all all oh, the yeah. imports, all I mean. the Brits, everybody needs a job. Hundred percent. And there wasn't all the leagues around the world weren't going. There was only some. There was still leagues not going. Well, like even the coast wasn't going, right? Or yeah. half of it was, or a quarter, or three quarters of it was. And it's like you take away a quarter of those coast players, and all those guys that weren't thinking of Europe are all thinking about it now. Yeah, or they're not playing. Like, it's it it's like a lockout, man. It's a bloodbath out there. So it's good oh, you got to play. Yeah, hundred percent. So I pretty much agreed terms to go to Sweden. And that night, while I was waiting for the email to come over to print out and sign it, Valley called me up. He's like, "Hey, like, what's up?" And he's like, "You got a team yet?" And I was, I said, "I'm just about signing Sweden." Uh, and then he was like, "Well, I'm gonna go to Italy." And it's absolutely beautiful. And they want another forward to come with me. And they're interested in you. And, and then you know you got a buddy. You know he's that, good thought, at hockey. <laughs> uh, and that's what I thought. I thought he's good at hockey. And he was like, we'll have a great time. It wasn't, he was like, the hockey's not going to be the best hockey you've ever played. But he said, they're all good people. It's an unbelievable town to live. And so they, he knew uh, all this? He'd already been there? He, he played there. He played there previously. Yeah, he played there a few years back. Oh, okay. So I was sign me up because I, in my head, I'd already like, all right, I'm going to go to Sweden where it's dark and cold and miserable, and you'd only see four hours of sunlight and stuff like this in the middle of winter. And then he was like, let's go to the Alps in Sweden. I find it, sunlight it, to be important in my life. <laughs> yes. I like let's, sunlight. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was awesome. They treat me unbelievable there. They were such good people. Again, I still speak to a bunch of guys that I played with there. That's cool. And after a little while, my family got to come out as well and experience it, which was really cool. We lived on a vineyard. So the team housed us on this vineyard. So every morning you look out and my apartment was all windows around the downstairs. And you look out onto the mountains with the snow and the, the grapevines. And I was like, this is, this yeah, is cool. This is okay. <laughs> yeah. and, and you mucked it up in hockey too, eh? 24 points in 13 games. Yeah, that was fun. It was yeah, fun hockey. that would be fun. So that was like a mountain town then. Like it's one of those ones yeah. where they're skiing around too. Then, 
yeah, you could go, you couldn't ski where we were, but it was all mountain and all, it was all where they grew all the, basically all the wines, it was really famous for wines around where we were, but you could drive, it's like 40 minutes and you could be right in a ski town. That's cool. So how was the food? Oh, the food and the wine. Were yeah. And it's not excellent. even expensive, right? No. And like coffees, coffees, one euro. Oh, you, don't get me started on what you guys are doing in the UK with coffee. That, that cost of coffee is the biggest joke ever. They charge like four pounds of coffee. It's just a cup of coffee. What are, you, what are we doing everywhere, here? Though, everywhere you're paying four quid. And it was over there. Like I, I couldn't wrap my head around it because it was the best coffee I'd ever tried in my life. And it was a euro. And yeah. It didn't matter what you got. It was a euro. And then obviously because we lived on the vineyard, the guy kept leaving bottles of wine that he'd corked himself outside my front door so i'd wake up in the morning and get some fresh air and i'd stumble across another bottle of wine that he put right in front of my door for me to drink yeah. <laughs> no i didn't it's, it is interesting it's like i went to germany i had, and then you find out like a bottle of wine you get for like three euros and you're like that does that doesn't even make sense <laughs> this, this should take the skin out of my mouth but it doesn't it tastes unbelievable yeah no it's it's it it's cool when you're a hockey guy and you get to travel around and do things so it is, I know it sucked with everything going on, but that you got that experience. You got to go do something like that, right? Is cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Well, um, did, were you guys good? It looked like you were in the playoffs. Yeah, we, we got to the playoffs again. It was the, they kind of rebuilt the team. They'd lost <laughs> something like 15 players in the, in the last two years previous before I'd gone. So it was a really young team, really young team. So it was a lot of young guys trying to learn and find a way. And we had fun. A lot of young guys, a lot of energy. This is a serious question, okay, when we're talking food in Italy. Yeah. Did you know that there was no sp- meat, spaghetti and meatballs in Italy? Did you know that was a North American thing that was created? There is no meatballs with spaghetti over there. Uh, I was going to say, I'd, I'd never seen it while I was there. There's only bolognese, just the meat sauce. They never put them into ball form. You know, my mind was blown everywhere. I went in Europe. There was not a meatball in sight, (laughs) you know? And then over here, we're like, oh yeah, it's spaghetti and meatballs. That's Italian. It's like, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's fun fact for everybody. Right. (laughs) Back to the day. Um, So Valorant did all right while you was there too. So you guys were line mates and you guys mucked her up. Yeah, we were line mates, but then what do you feel about his skates? Because I've seen them. They don't, <laughs> to me, they're ugly. Yeah. I, it's not my style, but Valley's got his own style and everything, man. Everybody's got to have their own style, right? Yeah. He's got his own style and he rocks it. It's not my cup of tea. <laughs> no. I no. remember when I was younger, I tried to get some colorful gloves and my brothers told me they'd beat me up if I did. So I had to get the <laughs> black one. So that was kind of me set on, uh, I was pretty understated with my hockey equipment. <laughs> But yeah, he, he does it. But hey, if, if you score goals like he does, it's tough to tough to chirp a guy because guys will be like, go oh, and chirp him, and then he'll go and score a goal and be like, oh. yeah, man, I'm gonna <laughs> do. yeah. No, he does seem like a player, but it doesn't look like he's oh, played yeah. much this year. When I the research team was hot. oh, he's been hurt. Yeah, that sucks. Being hurt sucks. It's the worst. Oh yeah, the worst. So you've had a few. You've had the shoulder. What else have you done? You had the wrist, knees, knees wrists. I've never had operations on my knees, but I've blown, my MCL. I've blown my MCL three times now. 
The MCL is the one they don't do the surgeries on. Yeah, the ACL and the PCL, they like to do that, though. Mm -hmm. So knees three times, shoulder, wrist. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't talk about that stuff anymore. That stuff hurts. Um, here's a question. Were you there when you guys won the Challenge Cup in Cardiff? That's fun when I'm in the shed, right? I feel more connected to the hockey world. But I've talked about that. You won on home or Cardiff's home ice. When yeah. the guy lifts up the trophy out in the parking lot and Davey Phillips pulls his pants down, <laughs> heck of a video. <laughs> oh, unbelievable video. So who is that guy? That was Tron, Tronzinski. Yeah. Is he packing you know. heat? Did he at least put on a good show or was it cold out? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, everyone was a bit blackout drunk by then because we <laughs> drove from Cardiff all the way to Sheffield boozing. And that's and back that, at Sheffield. That's funny. Back that's... at Sheffield. Everybody's full of sauce by the time you get there. Everybody's had at least 10. Yeah, 10. no, that that winning is fun. And that was winning fun. That looked fun when he did that. That looked hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's a memory, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So I heard that the Sheffield Steeler fans booed Anthony DeLuca when he came out. Is that true? Some of them did. <laughs> Yeah, it was a mixed review, a real mixed review. I, uh, if anybody cares what I think, um, I disagree with you, and I think you should be cheering him um, that he gets to do his job and his passion and get to work again after um, losing it for a year. Like, yeah, okay, maybe he knew the rules in the UK, but like, it's legal here. You can go buy it. You can go do it. You can yeah. do it all summer, and then it's actually not that bad for you folks if you actually checked it out. Um, it's actually can help people. Um, but anywho, um, for them to boo him, um, when he's trying to get back into the sport after having a year off and I just find that inappropriate. Yeah, no, I felt, for, I felt for him when I heard it, to be honest, I didn't think he was going to get that reception. I thought he was going to get cheers because it's a tradition in Sheffield. If a guy moves on the first game back, they always get welcomed back home type thing. Is that right? So they do yeah. support guys that move on. So if, they, if you move on your first game back, they'll always announce you and say "Welcome home," and the the name normally get a nice big cheer. Is that right? And, that, and they didn't do that for him. Well, it was just it was real mixed. Some booed, but some cheered. It was, that is nice that they do that for players, though, because a lot yeah, of times it's yeah. not the player's decision to move on from a no, place, right? It, 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 it obviously, it wasn't nice to see that because I know. Luke's will take that to heart a little bit and you don't want him to because he's and who does and who who would right yeah. yeah and I hear he's one of the most popular players and it's like well yeah awesome, I mean man. that's tough to hear about for uh, other players because like I I don't agree with it and I know it would hurt me if I came out on the ice and people booed me and I had tried my hardest for the team and um yeah. I had been suspended for a year and paid the price and it's like over stuff that's legal right here. But anyhow, yeah. just thinking out loud again. Um, But I don't have that much left because you've played in Sheffield forever. But where do you guys muck it up after games? Do you have a chippy lane? Uh, Not really, no. We've got a few bars we always hit up. Uh, Fire Pit Rocks is still like a shout out there. They're, they're, a, they're a little dive Fire bar. Fire Pit Rocks? Yeah, a little dive bar. They've got little computer uh, playstations and stuff going hooked up good food good beers yeah we end up going quite a little bit they got food there too eh? that's nice so it's yeah. a sit down place type deal yeah you can get burgers and stuff like that okay um well this is one i thought 
if it was me, it would mean a lot because you spoke about how you're 34, like that's old. Just last season, you were the British Player of the Year. Did you know that? <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Um, you had 29 goals last year. That would have does that like doing it at 33 years old, 34 years old. That that's pretty cool, right? That you're winning British Player of the Year and putting up 29. Yeah. That was cool. It was cool. It was 35, including cup games, though. Well, yeah, you got to include those. They used to, (laughs) right? They used to have all the stats for the whole year combined. Yeah, yeah, you have your yearly stats, and now they break it up. And I don't like it. It makes it sound a lot less because we play the same games. We play the same game. That whole that whole year when I was in Cardiff, I always considered myself, like, I think it was, like, the fourth or fifth league score in the league. And then all of a sudden, they broke it all up. And then all of a sudden I like led the challenge cup in scoring. And then I don't look as good in the, you know, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we put them together. We're, we're about feel good. Put them together. Well, and all the hockey games are hockey games and they're all professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, But Dave, Davey Phillips, I haven't talked about him much um, other than pulling the guy's pants down. I think he is an absolute dandy that can bring teams together. And he plays the game the honest way, and he'll muck it up with anybody. He just loves hockey and the boys, right? Yeah, awesome guy. Honestly, like like you said, he can bring a room together. If you're having a bit of a down day, you kind of look around and see if Davey's going to do something to, to get the boys To get going the boys on. fired up. and get You need a guy fired. that knows when that needs to happen, right? Yeah, and he, like you said, he plays the game the right way. He plays it hard. plays to win. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. So... Before else, we sh- before we shut her down, um, anything else you got, like want to bring up about your testimonial that you want get? Are you gonna be like selling jerseys and hats and shit, or what are you doing? Yeah, we're gonna. I've got merchandise. To be honest, it was meant to be here today for me. To, I was going to spot it for you. Yeah, it would have <laughs> been, been nice. Been postponed till tomorrow, but yeah, merchandise is gonna be on sale in the next couple of days. Well, just send me a couple photos of her, and I'll post her. Thanks. Let me brother. know where to yeah. get it. The merchandise is going to be online and uh, obviously I'd love to see everybody down there at my game and obviously at the, at the dinners and the events, please, please come down and support. Uh, Yeah, definitely support a guy that has uh, played for that long and is your leading goal scorer ever. And um, Jersey will be in the rafter someday. So pretty cool that they can support you while you're still a hockey player and watch you play hockey. Then, you know, um, I think it's neat that these testimonial things happen. It's the only place in the world I know of in the hockey that this shit happens. And that three great dudes are doing it this year is incredible, right? Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, it's, and that's that British core. You guys have great hockey dudes around that. They're going to have to replace someday, but I tell you, you guys are legends, right? Yes. And this has been another episode of zero L's and hockey tales with Dowdy and Wally. Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy I'm always speaking my mind when I'm better off by my time.